Cosmos, Crystal, Lambda, Power. Why? What? Praise God. The shepherd of our souls, we are the sheep of his pasture. He leads us in green pastures. He leads us to green pastures. The sheep who hear, which means to obey his voice. That's why if there's no obedience, it's, it gets hard to hear. So if there's anywhere that you're having trouble hearing the Lord, we speak the grace to choose your master over you, obedient lamb of God, to go back to the last place that you received instruction, and to go into that and obey and get it done quickly and be restored. Amen. The shepherd's hook. We're gonna have a little fun tonight because what's more fun than the shepherd rod? The shepherd's rod of the seven interior castles of Enoch in the celestial realms under, in, and above the sun into Psalm 23, green pastures in the garden of righteousness. It doesn't get any more fun than that. Not for us anyway. And I was so excited. You know, I was doing my, you know, being a good Berean of my Sailor Moon theology in hopes that I could excel Brian Stonehouse. Thank you, Brian. I was looking at the root word etymology on the name for uh, what's the one that came up on my feed first? It was Sailor Saturn, Otaru Tomoe, and I was like, man, these names are deep. And then when you look at the names in Japanese, because in those languages the letters are pictures. It's like in Hebrew, the the letters are also pictures. And so then it's interesting to see how the pictures correspond to different things. So I was, I found that on my feed and then I found myself in a world of studying the root word etymology of these sailor guardians. <laughs> and you're not going to believe what we found. Hallelujah. Sailor Moon Cosmos, powerful attack from the future. The most leveled up, powerful, futuristic form is Cosmos Crystal Lambda Power. Now, what is Lambda? Obviously, the first thing that comes to mind is the Lamb. But Lambda is the Greek, 11th letter of the Greek alphabet. Eleven, the Prophet. Prophetic meaning, and all the elements around us, as Bob Jones said, would prophesy. Everything from license plate, plates to 
TV shows to dreams, visions.
sickness and in torment. Extreme torment. He was put in God's prison. For every year that God's deliverer spent in Satan's prison on account of the spirit of Jezebel, Pharaoh spent an equal amount of years in the prison of God in torment on account of the righteous judgment of God. And that wicked king who now is tormented for all eternity in the fires of hell that never go out. And for Moses, eternal glory and paradise, honor, fame, and majesty, and riches, and friendship with God, and friendship with the saints, and of the leadership of heavenly Jerusalem, Moses is honored. Moses is honored and glorified for his righteous acts, his righteous deeds. He's a righteous man. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, it feels good. Thank you, Lord. Please bless the name of the Lord of hosts, the Lord of spirits. Blessed be his name, and may we abide in his name. May his name rest upon us. May his name be inscribed upon our heads and our hands. Thank you, Father, for this angel of sealing. One of my closest angels whose hand I've seen physically materialize in my library. He pointed to a book on the shelf. An angel hand, completely armored. One of the ones who never leaves my side. He hardly leaves my side for any reason. His name is Sigil. He's a sealing angel. He carries a seal, the seal of God. His hand physically materialized one day and pointed to a book. It was his right hand. Thank you for the right hand of the sealing angel. Hey. <laughs> to seal the precious chosen ones. Amen. Activating your forehead gate, the righteous, the holy, and the elect. There's a great work in your gate going on, inside and out. It's our prayer and decree that over your gate of your forehead would be that gold plate that continually decrees and is clean and washed and polished right over your forehead gate like a banner and it says holy unto the lord 
holy unto the Lord, written across your forehead. For the righteous, those who will become righteous. For the holy and for the elect. In Jesus' name. Holy unto the Lord. And a white turban. A clean, fresh white turban upon your head. And for those who will become or who are chosen, the seal of God. The seal of God. Thank you, Lord. There will be a day that we get into that. We'll just say it in tongues just to tide you over. Amen. The rod of righteousness. From the garden where the woman of righteousness lived was the key for the exodus of the Israelite people. Her father determined that only the one worthy of righteousness if God the Father permits, who could pull the rod of righteousness from the garden would be Zipporah's husband, the garden of Reu. Psalm 23. Psalm 23. The garden of righteousness, the pathway of righteousness, the shepherding the shepherding into the tree. I'm seeing visual aids here for you. He's going to make it clear through revelation. Revelation. Okay, I'll just adjust this for you. Shepherding you. The rod of righteousness. The crystal sapphire rod. Remember, this is for your spirit. For your spirit to pierce through your soul. For your soul to become a righteous woman. Not following after the spirit woman of Jezebel but following up to the spirit man of Christ within your spirit, your identity in Christ, in the spirit man is what sanctifies that's why there's a separation, a cutting your test of separation separation from them externally, physically and then separation between spirit and soul within your own self that your identity is fully in Christ within your spirit, spirit man and you sanctify the spouse is sanctified in marriage. It's your union with Christ. That dividing between spirit and soul, bone and marrow, there's a clear separation and a cut circumcision. And then there's a sanctification. The spouse 
sanctifies the unbelieving spouse. Your soul, wicked soul of unbelief, being circumcised, washed, burned on the altar with fire, a living sacrifice in your soul, in your mind, a renewal of your mind, a restoration, he restores my soul. Our souls need restored by the lover of your soul, your husband king, Jesus, a virgin, holy king, who is coming back for his equal, his bride, perfect virgin in your soul. Holy virginity, holy unto the Lord, righteous, holy, elect. The shepherd's rod, bringing you from Egypt, crossing the bodies of water, crossing the Red Sea, which if you read in the annals, in the authentic, in the authentic annals of the early Hebrews, volume one, AKA the book of Jasher, which is like, you know, the scholarly thing that we can find on the book of Jasher. It is called the swamp. They call the Red Sea, the swamp, the swamp waters that devoured Pharaoh that the Israelites crossed over. That nasty swamp water. I need crystal clear water. The Nile is disgusting. The Red Sea. Ugh. Coming out of Egypt. Out of the Nile. Across the Red Sea on dry land. Don't want to touch that. Nasty. The rod of Aaron, the rod of Moses, that Moses pulled from the garden of righteousness. When the woman of righteousness delivered him from the prison of Satan. The rod that became a snake that swallowed Johnny's and Jambres staves. First it swallowed them as a black and white snake. Then it swallowed them as a rod swallowing the other two rods. First the serpents and then the rods. First the serpents and then the rods. Black and white. And then later, there'll be the encounter with the red, red sorcery. Amen. Getting pastured, going up. I think we're ready for the new picture. Amen. Okay. All right, all right. Moving into the new, new, here we go. We'll adjust this for you.
If the question is why are they windsurfing, the question is why are you not windsurfing? That is the real question. Windsurfing. Top of that picture is really interesting, isn't it? You know, when I go to see our beloved friends in Houston, at VCC Houston, God bless them. They know me there is the windsurfer, so I thought that was pretty funny, that prophecy. Rich prophecies. Mm. Father, son. That first castle, Adam, there, that thirtyfold under the sun, seems so far from the wind surfing at the top of those funnels, but. gonna go by faster than you know. We've got a lot to do. Do not grow weary in well-doing. There are great rewards for those who are patient, calm, humble, patient, diligent, diligent in seeking him. It's a time of focus this season, to be focused. Yes, on, on the external works, God has those prepared for you. And you have clarity on those things. But there's also a focus on the invisible. A focus on the invisible. The invisible realities. Because as you focus on the invisible, if you get to see what the Father is doing and you get to hear with your spirit man ears what the father is saying then you can do what your father in heaven is doing and say what your father in heaven is saying and that's what we want for you the whole point is to return you to the father that's the spirit of elijah that's the whole point going up that river lightning pathways the lightning pathways are the pathways of the river over the sun it just becomes rigid righteousness it's like liquid light lightning Aha, fresh bread Thank you. This is wonderful. There's just so many things. If you're a seer in these realms, and by grace, 
All of you that continue on with us, you will become seers if you're not already. You will. Just being in these realms and speaking of them, it's so rich. There's so many things just to look around at. That you could just get caught up in just looking at any one of these things. And it's so rich and it's so deep. And it's so eternal. It's glorious and rich in revelation and prophecy. And the Father's character, his, his ways, his, his nature, his abilities, his, his method of communication. We're practicing learning the languages of God. There is a language, a pictorial type of a language, in, in symbols, in the different meanings. And as we're going into these realms, and we're starting to develop that more richly, not just, you know, I've got the Dr. Barbie picture book, you know, or the book of dream interpretation. But what I've noticed, and maybe you've noticed this too, that just having the books, even the best books, of symbol interpretation it doesn't really give you the full story you have to be in the spirit of revelation and wisdom for it to be applied to your life to the situation when you need an answer from god because you can go around and message everyone you could go around and message all of god's friends on facebook to try and get your answer and he might have mercy on you and they might get an assignment to help you but more than likely, God's trying to talk to you. He's trying to speak to you. He wants you to hear what he's saying and be able to interpret it. And go to him and get a clear answer and a clear direction. Doesn't that sound good? That is what we are growing in as a body of Christ. Clearing the air of all confusion. Purifying the mind, the thoughts, imaginations, inclinations of the heart, even the impulses of your spirit, will. Above your crown. Purified. Renewed. I feel fire in my lips. Roots. Colossians 3.2 Set your mind on things that are above, not the things that are on the earth. Focus on the invisible. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Luke ten twenty seven, and he said, and he answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind your mind 
all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Would you consider it love if we held you to the same standard that we hold ourselves to in the righteousness of God? Strength, mind, thoughts, imaginations, inclinations of the heart purified. Renew the mind, wait on the Lord. Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength, their mind. Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their mind. You will be made new by every revelation that is given to you as you wait upon the Lord. Stillness. In this life, you never graduate from practicing stillness. In the life to come, you won't need it. But I'm sure you'll still enjoy. You will always, when the Lord is speaking to you, be silent. Because you have reverence for him, for what he's saying. You have respect for God. You love God, you respect him, and the fear and the awe of him, which means, as God's speaking, you're not talking over him, interrupting what he's saying. Who would do that? No flesh can glory in his presence. So if in your time with God, if you're always the one praying, you're always the one decreeing, and then asking, 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 but then, boop, okay, now you're done. Now it's just, your mind is thinking, and when this thing is thinking, you've said your prayer, you've asked your questions, and then this thing is just going, you're not giving him any opportunity to speak to you. He's speaking, but you're not going to hear it like that. Now you're just thinking about the problem, you're thinking about how I'm going to get this done, I'm trying to think about all the Bible verses that would help me with this. Oh, what I have in my tool belt to be able to handle this. And that's fine. For a time. But there comes a time where this thing needs to stop. Stop thinking. And drinking that crystal sapphire revelatory River of the love of God, his love for you. Like liquid, crystal diamond water, living water. It might even be coming out of your hands right now. Don't forget about it. It could be just coming out of your hands right now, that invisible substance. That's when we talk about less thinking and more drinking. It's not to go into a rage or some kind of a stupor. Although some people have done 
better off being in that than their previous state, but we can't stop there. Don't stop under the sun. Come into the crystal clear wine over the sun. That river is peace. And when that river comes up and you drink it and it goes into your mind, just by you simply ceasing from thinking, it says take no thought for your own life. So all those thoughts that you have right now about all that stuff you gotta do later today, all those problems, all those people, all those obstacles, even all that revelation I gotta do and all this stuff. Oh, all my homework and all this, you know. Gotta seek God. Just get this thing to take a break for a minute. Like, literally just stop thinking. And I'll tell you this, a lot of Christians have been bewitched by the demonic lie the demonic lie that says if you empty out your brain of thoughts that you'll be susceptible to demonic to the demonic coming in and that's not true and there is literally zero biblical proof of that it's a demonic lie to keep you from drinking the river of god So let's just say la for a minute. And I want you to empty. This is just a very short activation. And you can do it for an extended time on your own time tonight. Or whenever you do it. And you might just like, oh yeah, I know stillness, I know stillness. Here's the thing. There's nothing new under the sun. You get up here, into the sun, over the sun. Everything is new. He's making all things new. The experiences that you're going to have in these practices, regardless of whether or not you're familiar with them, will be altogether new and glorious and will glorify your Father in heaven as you obey these prophetic commandments today. Because your Father wants to speak to you. He wants to talk to you and He wants you to hear. He wants you to listen, to hear, and to understand the spirit of understanding. You have to come out from your unconscious sin of subtly believing in your spirit and in your heart that God doesn't really want you to hear. He's speaking. We need to tune in to what he's saying. Anyone can do it. The whole entire purpose of my journey, my whole spiritual journey, I set out there came a time in my life where I set out to see and to prove if just a normal person with almost no time, no money, and no help could just find a way to cut out the middleman. I feel warmth here. I feel fire in my belly right now. I set out on this journey to see if just a normal girl like me, unskilled and unlearned in the biblical things, could set out and hear God for herself. Without confusion, without fear, is it possible? 
can it happen for me, just a normal person? And it's true, and it can happen for you, and I know, because that's what I set out to find out. So make it your journey now. Bam! Yeah, the, the enemy can't stop you. Don't listen to those lies. You can do it. You don't have to be anything special. You just have to want to hear from your Heavenly Father and to want to go closer to Him and want to obey Him. And even if there's something in you that you realize maybe doesn't want to obey, why don't you just ask anyway? Say, Father, even if there's something in me that doesn't want to obey you, I surrender that to you and I ask you, asking you shall receive. Keep on asking, keep on knocking. Even if there is something in me that doesn't want to obey you, Heavenly Father, or to obey your Son, Jesus, to obey, to obey your Holy Spirit, I give that to you, and I ask you for the grace to hear you, and to obey you, and to want to want to obey you. Because I believe that that can change, because you said that all things are possible for him who believes. Help me overcome my unbelief, because this is for you. You can return to the Father. Jesus made a way for you to return to the Father. He already marked out the path. He literally came and did what he did. He literally came to earth in the flesh and was crucified to death. He descended into the earth and was raised again on the third day and then he ascended to the Father. He ascended to beyond the highest heavens and he poured out his spirit so that you could return to the Father. This is the path. When he said, this is how you should pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sinned against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The lightning pathway. The prayer of Jesus. The will of the Father. What is his will? That you return to him. Redeemed. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. You shall love them. Death and life and the power of the tongue. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And it's been brought to my attention lately. And I believe someone else posted this online after the first time it was brought to my attention. I saw again online. So this has come up multiple times. That the people of God there are many ways in which we curse ourselves unknowingly with our own words. You see, Balaam, son of Beor, was hired to curse the people of God. We're talking about red magic here. 
and even he could not curse them because God forbade it. It's not possible because there was nothing there that could be cursed. So what did he do? They hired the people from Moab to go in and to entice they enticed a man with their Moabite women got him drunk it's, it started off very subtle just to, ha just to have fellowship with them nothing, nothing big food and then there's the wine and he drank their cup seemingly harmless right and then in comes the women now they're drunk on the wrong cup and now there's sexual immorality. Bam. They cursed themselves. Anger. The wrath of God. And they lost like 24 or 25,000 people. You see, if they can't get to you with their curses, if there's no fault there, that's their next strategy as they go in to try and entice to sin so then they can go and accuse you to God that the anger of God will burn against you. And then there's just... You guys stay washed in the blood of Jesus, keeping with fruits under repentance. And be mindful when the Satan sends people into your life, and he does. Especially the ones that look like fellowship and communion in the cup. If the devil is sending you someone or some people that are looking for are trying to convince you of fellowship, Drinking the cup of the new covenant together. Getting drunk together. Ask yourself today, is this the hired people? Are these hired spirits from Balaam, son of Beor, who has failed to curse me so far, but now they're using this tactic? Don't be flattered. Don't count the flattery of men and women for anything. Do not eat with the wicked. I've learned this the hard way myself. It cost me more, ooh, more trouble and more problems and more warfare than you could possibly imagine. Just eating physical food with the wicked. Oh, I can feel your skin crawling now with your demons. I have the freedom and no, no, no. Jesus ate with the sinners. Jesus ate with those who were listening to his words and his words were sanctifying them. They were bringing fruits unto repentance. The Pharisees, what was the report of the Pharisees? The wicked, evil men. The Pharisees. They were the ones who said that Jesus ate with the sinners. And that's many people's testimony in the false cup of the new covenant. Well, Jesus did this. You're just repeating what the Pharisees said. Jesus was sanctifying a people unto himself holy unto the Lord, who were Gentiles, who were formerly, formerly prostitutes, basically the IRS people, sinners, tax collectors. But as they encountered Jesus and were washed with his word, they were no longer practicing that. There is no fellowship with light and darkness. And if you fellowship with darkness, if there's no sanctification of your word, if there's no fruits under repentance in the people, or any sign that they've received that word, that's that word 
is the water that washes them and makes them holy. It sanctifies the vessels for them to be around the people of God, even if they're not holy enough to go into the inner courts. They can be in the outer courts. They can be in the kingdom of God in, in heaven. You understand? You understand what the difference is here? Guard your wellspring of life. Do not eat and fellowship with the wicked. Just because people come around and have the same beliefs as you externally. And this is what they kind of said to them. Oh yeah, we're all from the same heritage, from the Hebrew background. You know, we all come from the same family and we're all the children of God. And let's just, can't we all just get along and look, we can drink the cup together. You know? Oh, the Passover. We celebrate the Passover. Fellowship, we're all Hebrews. We have our roots in the same. Wickedness, sin. They lost 24,000 or 25,000 people. Through that one defilement in the camp. Thank you, Father. You need great wisdom in these days. Great wisdom, great understanding. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue, and out of the heart the mouth speaks. Have we cursed ourselves with word curses unknowingly? God help us. Let the confession of your mouth continually be the word of God, the truth of God, that sets you free from all word curses. And I just speak over you now, anywhere where you have cursed yourself, Father, anywhere where we have cursed ourselves unknowingly, through deeds, through thoughts, through our words, we ask that our sin of ignorance and our sin of pride, prideful arrogance and false freedom be forgiven us, that we be washed, that we be sanctified, holy unto the Lord, acceptable before your presence that we could enter your presence and live and dwell in your presence continually. Psalm 139.8 Now God is everywhere. He fills all things and floods through all things. But what is the difference between the omnipresence of God and the manifest presence of God? Because in Psalm 139, 8, it says, If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed and shield, you are there. But in the holy place, who can enter? The manifest presence of God in an ever-increasing glory as you approach him nearer and nearer still more of his light more of his presence more of him his ways being a friend of God requires sanctification being set apart the test of separation be you separate from them be holy being careful not to 
Stay in your garments even when you restore someone who has sinned. Mark 12, 30-31, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. Pastoring. God pastures. Cosmos, crystal, lambda, power. The shepherd's rod. The shepherd's rod, the 11th letter of the Greek alphabet, the prophet, the Hebrew letter Lamed, the shepherd's staff for hooking the sheep, the crystal sapphire rod of Moses, from the garden, at the place where righteous Zipporah was, where she delivered Moses, she delivered the deliverer of a nation. Moses and Aaron, with that rod, delivered the people of Israel from Egypt. During that exodus from Egypt, where did Zipporah stay, her and her children? In the Garden of Righteousness. There is a place of the righteous and holy and elect during the trauma and the drama and the tribulation of the exodus of the people of God. There is a place reserved for them where the trauma and the drama of the exodus does not touch you. Even those going through it, as long as they obey, Moses and Aaron, they are fine. They are safe. But there is a place where God pastures you. The Father pastures you. Far, far away from all Egyptian sorcery. Far away from all Egyptian drama. Egyptian chariots. Far from the waters of Egypt, a long ways from the swamp. <laughs> oh Lord, take us there, we need it. That prophecy of the futuristic Sailor Moon, Sailor Cosmos, Crystal, Lambda Power, the Garden of Righteousness, the Garden of Rio. It's Psalm 23. Psalm 23 in the Amplified Classic. The Lord is my shepherd. To feed, guide, and shield me, I shall not lack. He makes me lie down in fresh, tender, green pastures. He leads me beside the still and restful waters stillness. 
He refreshes and restores my life myself. He leads me in the paths of righteousness, uprightness and standing with him. Righteousness. He leads me in the paths of righteousness. Psalm 23, paths of righteousness, upright and right standing with him, not for my earning it, but for his name's sake, his name, the mark of God, the seal of God, on your hands and your forehead, on your forehead and your hands. Yes, though I walk through the deep sunless valley of the shadow of death, I will fear or dread no evil. You are with me your rod to protect, and your staff to guide, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me, in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my brimming cup runs over. Surely, for only goodness, mercy, and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life, and through the length of my days, the house of the Lord and his presence shall be my dwelling place. It was good that God afflicted me and drew me out of my sins, drawn out of the Nile drawn out of the Nile River in a basket of pitch, an ark to save my life, with the light of the luminaries within shining sevenfold. That will be the day that the Lord binds up the brokenhearted. We will see a day for the righteous and holy and elect, that sin will be no more, because the wicked will be removed along with the Satans, and sin will no longer be mentioned. Isaiah 30, 26, Amplified Classic Moreover, the light of the moon will be like the light of the sun, and the light of the sun will be sevenfold, like the light of seven days, concentrated and in one. In the day that the Lord binds up the hurt of his people and heals their wound, inflicted by him because of their sins. This is the way. The way of righteousness. Through the sun, the moon, and the stars. The lightning pathway of God. Psalm 23. God pastures. The garden of Raoul. The friend of God. The rod of Moses. The crystal lambda power rod of Sailor Moon. <laughs> Futuristic Prophecy The Shepherd's Rod The Crystal Sapphire Rod with the name of the Lord of Hosts inscribed upon it, the name that only he knows. Isaiah thirty twenty through twenty one And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teacher will not hide himself any more. But your eyes will constantly behold your teacher, and your ears will hear a word behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. 
And when you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left, the way is the path of righteousness, the path of the sun, moon, and stars, in the light of the Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ, who poured out His Holy Spirit on Pentecost. Lambda. My sheep hear my voice saying this is the way. On Pentecost. Pentecost resurrection. On f the feast Feast of Weeks. The Feast of Weeks, the Feast of Fifty Days. The Jubilee of Jubilees. The fulfillment of the down payment of the pouring out of the Holy Spirit. The resurrection of Pentecost. The culmination of the ages. The fullness of what happens at the seven weeks that begins the Jubilee of Jubilees? The 120 years in the Shemitah, you understand? The reverse of the curse of aging. Financial Jubilee. The fulfillment of the weeks and the seventh day, the time of the rising of the sons of God and the beginning of the kingdom age. Through the tenth week, the ten thousand years of the sentence upon the fallen ones will be flushed down the cosmic toilet, aka thrown into the abyss by lightning. They fell from heaven by lightning into the earth, and from the earth they will be thrown down like lightning and cast into the abyss in the presence of the righteous and holy. And just so you can see this... If you want to take a guess at what this is, you can comment here. Seven mountains of precious stones. In the east, three mountains, one of pearl, one of colored stone, one of jasper. On the south, three mountains, three of flame-colored stone. The middle one reached to heaven. And the top of it is lapis lazuli, the throne. 
this picture here, seven mountains, precious stones, this is the kingdom of Satan. Surprise. We don't have time now, but maybe we'll go through this part together sometime. So you can get a clear picture, because even the majority, there's almost no one who's ever been able to tell the difference, even our greatest seers and prophets of our time. But this is what the Archangel Uriel showed me when I read through the Book of Enoch, the difference between the seven mountains of the kingdom of Satan. Because there's no way in the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great where we're living that any human has been able to understand and see the difference in the book of Enoch and as a seer. It's only because the Archangel Uriel showed me these things that I was able to see them. So we're putting it together in a picture form here so that you can understand that these seven mountains, we're talking gemstones, precious mountains, the middle, one here in the middle, it looks like that alabaster mountain. It's made of antimony. That's that little thing here. That's the symbol for antimony. Looking like a white mountain, white throne, lapis lazuli, kingdom element for the bright morning star appearance. It's the throne of Lucifer. Then we have the stars and the host, 10,000 years their sentence. Seven stars like great burning mountains over that chasm. It's the kingdom of Satan and the prison of the fallen angels over there in the fire. Seven stars like great burning mountains, seven fallen angels. To understand, you see these nice, oh, twinkle little stars rolling over the great mountains. Satan's kingdom. This isn't filled out the rest of the way. Maybe we'll get this into this sometime. Then we have the kingdom of heaven where the most high God will descend here. The mountains of God, northeast, the east and the south, the north and the west where they diminish. Understanding, you need it. Okay. All right. Crystal Lambda Power, Lamed Lambda, Significance. Lamed represents the number 30, that's the beginning of Jesus' ministry. With the letter Vav, it refers to the, now this is a prophetic, what do you call this? Stories from the Jewish people. That It refers to the Lamed Vavniks, the 36 righteous people who save the world from destruction. They have a, a legend of the 36 people that become righteous that save the world from destruction. They call them the Zedekim Nisarim, the hidden righteous ones, or righteous ones. The singular form is Zadik Nistar. Your people Isaiah 60, your people shall all be uncompromisingly and consistently righteous. Thank you, Lord, for it. 
They shall possess the land forever, the branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. The least one shall become a thousand, a clan, and the small one a strong nat nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in its appointed time. The apple, the tree, the fruit, there is the tree with the fruit of knowing good and knowing evil. Humans couldn't handle it, and they fell. God knew they would. So that's why he said, don't eat it. Hey. There is a fruit of knowing God, and this is eternal life, knowing God. Fountain of apples, they don't fall far from the tree. Apples of gold and settings of silver. Silver is spirit, gold is soul. The fruit of knowing God, the love apple. The fruit of the tree of life is the gold apple. The soul, covered and surrounded by the spirit. The spirit comes up and fills the soul, and the reverse of the curse, the spirit, clothes the soul, wrapping it in righteousness. Gold is the glorified soul of eating the love apples of eternal life, which is to know God, the tree of life. A friend of God, Raul, garden of righteousness. It puts things back in right order of the soul, submitted to and covered by the spirit by eating the fruit of the tree of life. That is why some of you are starting to see your golden breastplate of righteousness formed as armor on your chest, even decorated with gemstones of the revelations of righteousness and the secrets of righteousness. That is what allows you to stand up in the mid-heavens against the demon gods and not be killed. Golden breastplate of righteousness, glorified soul, as you continually grow in righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen.